With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, coach, we're talking to the coach of the match day this week. I got to say it properly. It's not coach of the week. It's coach of the match day. And I'm sure, coach, you'd like to talk about that for the next 20 minutes because you're all about individual accolades, right? No, let's talk about Leo Chu, who was the player of the match day in the MLS. How are you, man? I'm doing good, Dick. There was an interesting update. Lots of sports around the world and yes. Mariners and everybody. I mean, it's a great day out. I mean, love talking sports with you guys. Oh, man, no no question. And, and how about this city showing out this week, Coach? I mean, I don't know how much you spent, you know, watching either the Home Run Derby or the All-Star game, but this city certainly showed its good side over the last seven days, didn't it? For sure, for sure. A lot of people, you know, criticize our, our Seattle for being – you know, kind of a maybe a Homer sports town, or you know, not a big sports town, not Philly, not New York, anything like that. But look, it was exciting. Uh, Major League Baseball put on a good show. I watched some of the stuff for sure. Uh, exciting, exciting stuff going around our town. Well, speaking of all stars, I'm looking at the all star roster in the MLS, and I'm looking at the best defensive club in the MLS, the Seattle Sounders, <laughs> with no defenders. On the yeah. all-star team. So let's talk about the snubs. Who should be there, man? Well, I mean, look, the obvious one is Stefan Fry. I mean, he starts with your goalkeeping. Not sure why he hasn't had more accolades throughout his career. Uh, premium, number one stop shopper, shot stopper. Oh, geez, I had to say that one twice. Uh, <laughs> shot stopper in our league. Uh, really, really dynamite throughout his career. Uh, yeah, Yaimar, knew who. I mean, plenty of names on that list. A lot of players on that defense. Uh, Brian Jackson here that, that, that should have been all-stars for sure, uh, leading the league in shutouts, and Stephen Fry, you know, six away from the shutout record for a single goalkeeper. Uh, you know, we mentioned Fry there. Uh, he's been, of course, dealing with the concussion. Uh, what's his status? Is, is Fry going to be back in goal tomorrow? That's some good news, Jackson. Uh, Steph Rye has cleared all of the concussion protocols, and he will be available for the match. Oh, beautiful. Great news. Beautiful. How about uh, any other injuries? You got anybody else side, anybody sidelined tomorrow? You know, some younger guys are, you know, there's a couple younger guys that are still there. But, look, we got Christian coming back. We got Jordan coming back. Uh, Raul's healthy. Uh, everybody's coming back. Everybody's healthy. So it's uh, hopefully going to be a good Saturday. Yes. How much should we expect Christian and Jordan to play? Are they starting? Are they coming off the bench? What's going on there? Uh, well, they they are in contention to start, Nick. I can't give away my lineup. I mean, look, Steph, I could maybe say, okay, yeah, he'll he'll get the nod. Beth Cleveland did a great job, and as usual, uh, Christian and Jordan are both available to start. And you know, they're they're look if they don't start for some weird reason, they're certainly going to see the field. 
Well, that's good because, you know, I, I, Brian, I was on doing an interview on KJR a few hours ago, and I made the statement that now that those guys are back, I, I'm no longer concerned about the attack because that was the biggest concern, at least, you know, for Sounder fans, was scoring goals over these last few weeks while they've been out at the, uh, at the Gold Cup with the United States men's national team. You know, for you getting those guys back, how much does that boost the offensive system as a whole? Does it fix all the issues, and do you have to tweak anything with, specifically with tactics to getting them back in the formation? Well, we gotta we got to remember that, look, Jordan, Christian, Alex, on his brother on the right-hand side, balancing the team because Leo Chu, look, he's been lights out. Uh, that's one part of it, but we got to reacclimate. Christian hasn't played a lot. Remember, he had the concussion, and then he went away to the Gold Cup, so there might be a little bit of, you know, might be some time where he needs to get acclimated again to the team and how we play and all that. But it'll come fast. He's a smart kid. Uh, Jordan, you know, where do we best play him? I mean, he scored a bunch of goals early in the year as a striker, out-and-out striker. Uh, he has played on the left, but Leo Chu has, you know, earned those minutes. So it'll be some tough choices for the coaching staff and myself and, We'll, we'll work through them all here these last 11 games of the season. Saunders FC head coach Brian Schmetz for joining us. Uh, big win over the weekend against Vancouver. And then, uh, you know, tough midweek game, you know, a few days after against San, an improving San Jose team. And I was listening to some of that game, and they, and they were talking about the possession. You guys, you were at like 62% possession or something at one point in the game. And I, and I just got frustrated listening to that because I'm like, is there any other yeah. sport? where a team can just dominate play. Like in football, if you dominate possession and you dominate the yardage, guess what? You're going to be ahead, and it's just not that case in, in soccer. Do you ever just yeah. sit there and go, my God, we shouldn't be down in this game because we're really dominating the play? It is, it is something that's unique to our sport for sure. It does drive coaches, players, fans crazy. <laughs> you can be terrible. You can be terrible for 89 minutes, and in that one moment, you can do something really good and really creative and come out with a one nothing victory. Uh, not to say that that happened with San Jose, because, Dick, i got to be honest, you know, look, we had a lot of possession. We had a lot of possession through midfield, but really where we sputtered was in that final third. We really right. didn't create enough chances, so that was the issue with the San Jose game. Well, you know, one of the things that we said on the postgame show, myself, Steve Zakawani, Michelle Ludko, was that's one of those games where, you know, the moment the postgame show ends, you just completely forget that game ever happened. And that's, yeah. that's the way that, that we're going to kind of treat it going into tomorrow's game against Dallas. Uh, but, Brian, before we talk about that, you know, we earlier today out, out at uh, Starfire at training had a chance to chat with the, your general manager, Craig Weibel. And the big topic was with the summer transfer window opening up. And for those who don't know how it works in soccer, there's various windows where you can go and make signings and moves and the summer window opening up. You know, I, I'm wondering for you as that coach looking at your roster right now, what do you need, if anything, to add to this team over the next month to get ready for playoff time come, you know, come November? I think the roster is pretty complete. I do know that, look, Craig might have been hedging some bets. Uh, you know, I didn't listen to his entire interview. But I know Adrian and he, and he behind the scenes are always looking for players that 
you know, can help the team that are better than the players that are on the roster currently. So I know they're doing the work. They haven't made any signings yet, but it's not like we're not looking. Now, when you ask me what position, I would say, again, we're, we're pretty solid uh, through the middle. We, we've got good wing play. And that's just testament to a couple of young kids that have burst through the scene. Number one being, you know, Leo Chu. And number two, Obed Vargas. He's yeah. he solidified his spot as one of the, you know, 14, 15 guys that we have to consider each week for starts. I was looking at this Western Conference table. I mean, six points separate first and fifth place. And you guys are right smack in the middle of that with, uh, with 35 points. So obviously a, a big match coming up against Dallas. Talk about the challenges that uh, Dallas FC presents. They're all, they're all starting to get really big. Uh, Dick, they're all, they're all, you know, big interconference rivalries. But Dallas is again a, a, a team that's always been steady. They've always had a good, fr- a good team, good franchise. Have they been one of the elite teams? Maybe not. Have they sold a lot of their good young players? That was kind of their model. Yes. Uh, Jesus Ferreira, you know, a guy that played in the World Cup. Uh, is he going to play? He's just back from the Gold Cup. Where he played significant minutes. Uh, I like their big center back, Tafari. Good squad, well coached team, and it'll be, it'll be a challenge. Sounders FC head coach Brian Schmetzer with us, and, and Brian, after this week, uh, no midweek game next week. Uh, I believe the All Star game is coming up for Jordan Morris, though, uh, so he'll be uh, away briefly. But then League's Cup starts, another one of these uh, mid season tournaments that we, you mentioned, the Gold Cup for the national side. But then for the Sounders side, League's Cup, which is a big new tournament for MLS facing Liga MX. Uh, so you guys will have Salt Lake and Monterey in that group. Uh, I should mention for everybody uh, listening that those games will be aired on Sports Radio 93.3. KJR FM coming up for Leagues Cup. But how seriously is, is this club going to take uh, Leagues Cup coming up here in a week and a half? We take all competition seriously, Jackson. You know that. That's yep. part of, you know, the culture of winning. Uh, this is actually, for, for, for people that don't understand, you might say, well, there's all these crazy tournaments and MLS does this and this. Well, this one's kind of interesting for me because it does pit two regional leagues at league mx and mls uh directly against one another so as a coach do i think that puts too much stress on the players are there too many games let's just see how that goes but for me i'm 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 taking it with open eyes and and seeing if it can be something that uh we want to continue in the future if it's if it's good value for the fans and good entertainment well coach uh lionel messi is certainly uh, acclimating to florida <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, the picture oh, yeah. of him <laughs> shopping at a public store, just like the rest of us. So, uh, but what does this mean for your league? That you know, arguably the greatest of all time is going to play in your league. Yeah, I feel sorry for the guy. I mean, he can't even he can't go outside of his house without you know people, you know, helping him, bodyguards, everything. I mean, he's such an icon of our sport. Uh, I don't know what he expected when he came to Miami. Uh, you know, I saw the millions of people in Buenos Aires after they won the World Cup. Uh, certainly a world-renowned figure. How he acclimates to this country, I hope it goes well because, yeah, it really puts us on the map. Uh, in our sport, it's like, you know, it's, it, it's just like having the best player ever play for for a league that, you know, doesn't necessarily 
warrant that. You know, they don't they don't have the best players all the time. Usually, that's in Europe, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. Some of those big big franchises have the top players. So for us to land Messi, it was certainly a really really big coup for us. So Brian, in Messi's shopping cart, I see some frosted mini wheats, some Fruit Loops, and then I think I see Lucky <laughs> Charms in there. When you shop, what cereals do you buy? He's got kids. He's got kids. Yeah, that's got true. Kids. I mean, God, he, see, he feeds his kids the same crap I feed he, my kids. He Those even sugared has sugared cereal. The little Debbie little like cookies, I think, uh. too, in there. <laughs> what, what, what cereals do you buy at the, this at the shopping market? This is what we're talking about. This is, yeah, this is, this, is, this is how big this is getting, this whole messy right. deal. I mean, we're talking about what's in his grocery cart. Exactly. Well, Coach, on a little more serious note as we wrap things up, uh, since, I, since I talked to you last, uh, Megan Rapino uh, announcing her retirement. Your thoughts on what she has meant to the sport of soccer and, and maybe any anecdotes, uh, personal anecdotes you have with Megan? Well, she's, uh, every time I see her, what I would say about Megan Rapino is every time I see her, she always is very friendly, uh, very nice. You know, she'll give you a hug. She'll go, hey, Brian, how's it going? She's just a nice person. She's a down-to-earth nice person, and, and I love that. You know, a lot of people can be standoffish or, you know, oh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm so-and-so, and you don't want to <laughs> talk to me or I don't want to talk to you. She's not like that. She's not like that at all. I've always enjoyed my interactions. You know, they're not, look, I don't see her every day, but every time I see her, she's got a positive attitude on life, and I love that. And as far as women's soccer is concerned, you know, I think that they're in a growth spurt, uh, you know, much like MLS and our league, the men's side, the women's side is growing. She certainly had a big part in that. The women's national team has had a big part of the domestic league and the growth there. So kudos to her, and she's had a fantastic career, and I wish her all the best. Well, you have had a fantastic career, but you're nowhere close to retirement. So get on out on the pitch and get us a W tomorrow, all right? Good luck, Coach. Okay, I'll, I'll give it our best. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Brian Smetzer joining us, head coach of Seattle Sounders FC. And, yeah, I mean, it's – it's just kind of felt, Jackson, like the first half of the season has been like, can we just get this team back together for God's sakes right. because we're going to start winning games if that happens, and now we're finally back together. That's right, and that's why I'm no longer concerned about this attack. Whether they're starting, whether they're off the bench, Jordan Morris, Christian Roldan, part of the team tomorrow, and with the way that they change the way this offense moves, no concerns. As long as everybody's healthy, this is a team that can very easily score two to three goals a game, and with the defense playing the way they're the best in the league, yeah, there's going to be a lot of points down the stretch for this team. All right, Jackson, do I have your permission that if they don't score to freak out? Yes. Okay. If they, if, they get, if they get shut out tomorrow, if Jordan, here, if Jordan and Christian both start and they get shut out, then you have reason to concern. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. That, that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I think we're going to see a great second half of the season for them. I think we're going to see a very good second half of the season for the Seattle Mariners. I gave you some uh, for the people that weren't listening in in the three o'clock hour. And and why would you listen to Jackson and me for longer than like five <laughs> minutes anyway? Why so, would anybody pay? So for this let's say. <laughs> so uh, let's kind of go back at, at some of these numbers that I that I pulled up in the three o'clock hour that. There was a lot of bad luck involved with the first half of the Seattle Mariners yeah. season. I mean, the Mariners lost two games when they allowed one run. Think about that for a second. They allowed one run and lost two games. Two one nothing losses this year. They lost four games when they allowed 
two runs. Yeah. There's six games right there that you have no business losing. Last year, they were 23-0 and when they allowed one run. They never lost a game. So they're a little bit, when they allowed three or four runs, they were 10-12 and when Major League Baseball averages winning at 59% when you allow three or four runs this season. And we're talking Major League Baseball average. We're not talking good teams. We're talking good teams, medium teams, and crappy teams yep. win at a 59% when they allow three or four runs. So there's a little bit of luck that was involved that went against the Mariners. I think that turns around. I think the back of the baseball card turns around a little bit. And then if you add a piece, which you need to do, then we're talking something serious in the, in the back half of the season. We just saw Cody Bellinger homer for the Chicago Cubs. Bring if, him in! If, if you had had him starting at the start of this year, then I don't think you lose as many of the all six of those games. If you bring in one of the Cody Bellinger-type players... I don't think you lose six games on the back half of this season the same way you did in the first half. Jerry DePoto, got to go do something right yeah. now in the next two weeks. And I really feel like they can be a top ten scoring team in the second half of the season. Yeah. And I think people may think, well, what are, you, what are you talking about? They're like 25th now. No, they're not. They're actually 14th in runs per game. As crappy as this offense has been and as underachieving as this offense has been, go look it up. In runs per game scored, they are 14th in Major League Baseball. They just got to get those runs at the right time and also kind of just a little tick up in production. Not a massive tick up. If everybody gives you a little bit of tick up in production, you don't need anything drastic. Now, who's going to tick up? We got to find out. I'm going to ask Jackson in the next segment. I'm going to tell you in the next segment who we're calling out to really raise their level of play in the second half of the season. We'll do that next, live from Jimmy's on 93.3 KJRFM. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.